Hello, Truthfinders. It's the ghost. Welcome to Stranger World. And today is the day for me to start telling you about the woman I brought up to you a couple of days ago. If you haven't seen it, you might want to go check this out. Remember I told you? Alien abduction? Alien hybrid babies? Maybe? Yep, that's the one. She found me and she chose me to tell her story along her journey. And I have to tell you guys, she loved all the feedback from you and she's starting to talk more. And just for me, I want to tell you guys, thank you for the feedback as well. And feedback, there is one thing that I didn't mention, I don't think. And she asked me to make sure that I clarified this. She didn't want me to forget to mention, or remind you if I already told you and us, that she feels alone. And she wants to know if it's even possible if there's anyone else out there who's gone through something like this or even thinks that they might have been abducted and impregnated because that's where she is right now. So for anyone out there, please let us know if you can, if you've had any worries in your own life about this. So there is that. And again, thank you very much. Now I'm going to basically be telling you what she tells me and tells me that I can share. She would like me to be her voice and tell it mostly in her own words. So I will tell you this as it unfolds, as if she is telling you herself and as she divulges more to me. Does that sound good? Okay. Now, when this woman came to me, and by the way, if you didn't know, I never use real names unless someone wants me to, but typically this isn't the case because everything I and the team work on is so out there that it gets risky. So, okay. She asked me that I call her Audrey, a name personal to her, but it isn't her actual name. When Audrey came to me, this whole thing was a surprise. I do get emails from people at darkwebvlogs at gmail.com. And it started out simple enough, but now it's grown into something that could be just imaginable. A simple yet successful good person doing all the right things whose life has been turned upside down. This is one of those situations that you hear about where someone who's just going about their business, living every day in a life they created, and they were happy and satisfied. I mean, we can only hope to feel as good as she did. She was comfortable and secure in her life and making do, only to be invaded, taken over in a way. And she believes that she's been hijacked into a situation that she could never have imagined, sucked into something between those in very high positions here and possibly those in very high positions out there. And she decided to get up the guts to have her story told. And she's kind of at a loss, right? She's not really feeling that good about it. She's not exactly sure what's going on. So why not go to a source that she feels she can trust to try to help her find out what's going on? And that's what we're going to do. So sit back, get comfortable, and take a listen to this in her own words. When I woke up, I knew something was different. I had been out the night before, and I only had two Chardonnays, so I couldn't quite understand why I felt the way I did. My body hurt, and I had a headache, a headache that wouldn't quit. And at first, I was just so tired that I didn't think too hard about it. It was 6 a.m. I had to be to work at 8, but I live downtown in the city I work in, so I had plenty of time. I got out of bed. I reached for my robe. I noticed my arms were sore as I pulled it off the hook on the back of my bedroom door. 
I get that on and go to slide my feet into my fuzzy slippers, and when I do that, I notice a small bruise on my ankle. And at first, it's early. I am overly tired, and I just don't really have the mental capacity or focus yet to even look into any of that further. I need coffee. And I'm thinking, I'll deal with anything after I come out of my sleepy haze. My coffee's on a timer, so lucky enough, it was ready for me. And with my cup, I plant myself down on my couch and flip on the news. Only, it's not the news. It's not anything. It's just static. And so, me with my headache and aching body, I figure I'll deal with that, along with everything else, later, when I'm fully awake. And I just sit in silence, sipping my brew. But while I'm sitting there, I started to realize that I'm not really feeling that great overall. I feel my forehead and then put my hand in my stomach. I don't feel sick exactly, but my stomach, it feels different, sort of hard in a way, harder than normal anyway. And I was feeling more cold than normal too. I look down to my bruised ankle and at that point, I mentally go on a quest. I'm going to dig through my brain and I'm going to find out what happened the night before. I was out with my two friends, Jamie and Michelle, after our big presentation to The Boss that went great, just went kind of long, so it was later. We had appetizers, a couple glasses of wine, and then I went home. Yes, I came home. I was home by 9, and I was in bed by 10. I remember that. But you know when you remember something, and you can even picture it, yet for some reason, there still seems to be something missing somehow. Well, that's how I felt. But there was nothing. The presentation went great. We celebrated and I came home. Quick bath, bed, some TV. That was it. There wasn't anything else. Well, except for that crazy thunderstorm. I live on the 18th floor in a condo complex and I leave my shades open typically. And that night, the lightning from the storm was so bright. I remember being woken up by what felt like a bright light in my face. But so there was that, but that doesn't make you feel the way I did in the morning. And there really wasn't anything else. There just wasn't. There couldn't be. Or so I thought. Either way, I decided to leave it. I would feel better and more clear once I drank maybe about a gallon of water and got rid of this hangover or whatever it was. I didn't want to be sick. I mean, I had a great presentation. And that meant great work ahead for me and my team. And a lot of it. So trying to push it out of my mind, I went about getting ready for work. Shower, hair, makeup the makeup. That's when I first got this really heavy feeling of dread because I knew something was going on, but this, I mean, no hangover could explain it. Putting on my makeup, I realized that my nails had grown noticeably. And I knew this for sure because just two days before, I had filed them down to let them start over and grow out nice. And then I started looking at my hair. I started questioning if it was a tad longer too. But no, it couldn't be. I'll admit, that scared me a bit, and I was also feeling a little bit insane. So trying to be rational, I still tried to get through my day, trying to believe that it was just from whatever illness I seemed to have gotten during the night. I called Jamie on my way to work, just in case she had something to share with me that I might have forgotten, about the night before that could help me put my growing nerves at ease. And we talked all the way to my parking garage. But when we hung up, I felt no better. The call did nothing. I almost wanted her to tell me I'd been influenced in a bad way, did things I didn't remember. But that's not what she said. She played back the night with her and Michelle just like I remembered it. We ate, we had some laughs, and all went home to get good sleep ahead of all that work with our new big project. And then at home, nothing exciting there. 
Like I said, I was home by 9 and in bed by 10. I hadn't met anyone else. I shared the ride that got me home, and I was the first one dropped off, so I had no answers. And there I was. Now I was just sitting alone in the parking garage. I knew I had to go in to work. I had to be on. I couldn't be sickly and confused. So I pulled it together. I grabbed my bag and decided it was time to get the day going, convincing myself that I was just overly worked up and being completely ridiculous. Walking into the building, I realized my clothes were bothering me. I loosened my belt by a notch, which felt okay, but why would I be bloated? And it didn't really feel like that anyway, but what else was it? And the day just went on like that. I mean, working with Jamie and Michelle, it all seemed good and pretty normal. I mean, if anything was out of place, it was me and they were noticing, saying that I seemed kind of out of it and that I didn't look well. And I stuck it out, though, until my boss strongly suggested that I go home or get to the doctor. He would need me and the team on this project, and he wanted me to get rid of whatever I seemed to have and not give it to any of the other team members. So I left just after lunch, the lunch I couldn't keep down. I left and I stopped by urgent care on my way home. It turns out I wasn't exactly sick, but I wasn't all that well either. What the doctor told me changed my life in all ways since that day. What was good news to her was not really good news to me as much as it was a punch in the gut shock. That doctor telling me that I was with child was not something that I expected at all. In fact, my boyfriend and I were on a very definite and planned track. He'd been out of town that week for his own work meetings. He was going to be back in a couple of days, but that wasn't even the point. I was doing things while we were doing things to prevent pregnancy. We wanted to get our careers going before we went down that road. So sure, this could have happened, maybe, but something about the whole thing just made me feel funny, especially when the doctor told me how far along I was. Why would I just start feeling strange now? Nothing was making any sense that day. But as we all know, time just keeps moving forward, doesn't it? So I stuck it out work-wise as long as I could, helped get the project into a good place. But eventually, I did have to take a leave of absence due to my unique condition. And although I haven't been working as of late, I've been very, very busy and more terrified by the minute. And there you have it, guys. This is what Audrey gave me to share with you today. I can tell you that she is scared. She's scared and a bit panicked, right? All the while, she's just waiting. And for what? She doesn't even know exactly. That is the rest of the story. The rest of the story that is going to unfold here. I'm talking to Audrey every day, guys. And as I get more from her, I'm going to turn around and give it to you. And any of you that have followed my jobs, the jobs that we have taken on as a team, myself and my team, you know that I usually do a look back. When the job is done and we're out and everything has been taken care of to the best of our abilities, that's when I've been sharing it with you. But this time, you're kind of on the job with me. So shadow ops, if you're out there, engage. If you're not a shadow ops, get engaged. Check out the Facebook page, Shadow Ops Debrief. Make sure you're on the channel, They Call Me the Ghost. And follow us here on Stranger World because 
This is a case where all of it comes together. She wants her story out there, and you're here willingly to take it in. Audrey appreciates you. She's going to listen to this. She's going to, again, look at what everyone has to say. And hopefully, let me mention it again, I mean, hopefully, but you know, maybe there's someone out there that is going through or feels they have gone through what she thinks she's in right now. But all right, guys, that's what I've got for you today. I will definitely have more for you coming up tomorrow or over the weekend. I will be talking to Audrey on an ongoing basis. Let's see what we can figure out. All right, everyone out there, shadow ops, let's do this. And thank you for listening today. And I will talk to you all soon.